All right, then. Then we can just spend the whole two hours on it. <laughs> Excellent. <laughs> Sounds like a plan to me. All right, I'll, I'll let you uh, take the floor. Oh, well, look, um, it's my last show. <laughs> it's my last Serena and Tom and Frenchie show. Um, yes. I don't even know how many shows I've done, to be honest. I didn't uh, count them. I I will say, I was in the process of making you a little package right. of uh, like some of your best bits. <laughs> um, hey, I'm all here, baby. <laughs> yeah. I would be playing 70 shows worth of uh, content. Oh. Uh, so we, we had 70 shows together. Oh. Um, oh. Actually, yeah, 70 uh, all up, in- including today. So right. So 140 hours in a studio together. Wow. I feel sorry for you. <laughs> Me too. <laughs> I see why you're leaving. <laughs> no, look, um... Yeah, I guess. Uh, yeah, I, I guess I've got other commitments and other things yes. to do, and um, and yeah, it's been like a really fun time. But I thought also in saying that that um, I guess breakfast is is a really nice way to to do radio as well. So yes. you know, I'm gonna offer I guess a free spot to to somebody who might like to join you, or do, I don't know if you've got plans Call to film us. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, to, to fill, you know, a spot or two and um, to join you on air. Do you know what I mean? I think that's, um, yeah. yeah. And to work in a team is nice. It's, it, you know, it gives you a sense of um, being able to bounce off each other and stuff like all the balloons in the studio. Yes, I, I was, <laughs> I've, I'll bring it up a little bit later in the show. I won't bring it up now. I okay. Um, but, yeah, there, there's a lot of decorations in the studio. I know. We'll I'm literally on. blown away. <laughs> <laughs> All right, it's Sharina Tom and Frenchie for your Monday mornings. It is six past seven. And you know what, Sharina? I'm going to play a song just for you, especially for you right now. It gives you hell by Feel <laughs> <laughs> American Rejects. <laughs> You're all listening to PBA FM 89.7. PBA FM 89.7, Sharina Tom and Frenchie for your Monday mornings. And Sharina. Yeah. You were just telling me about uh, what you were doing over the weekend, and it sounds like a pretty good one. Um. What did I do? Oh, was yes. It, was it your weekend that you went to go, <laughs> yeah. go see the movie? Or I did. I did. All right. I went and saw uh, The Joker with Joaquin Phoenix. And, uh, yeah, I um, I liked it a lot. Excellent. I've heard a little bit about it. Um, I've heard mainly good things. But when I said that, you're like, oh, I've heard, heard the opposite. Now, yeah. Now I'm really confused on what to think of the movie. So, <laughs> Well, I don't want to give too much away because, of course, it only came out, I think, on the third. So um, if you listen to music, um, movie mornings with Linda. She might discuss. It. I'm not sure. I'm not sure if it's her kind of movie either. But it is very dark. I'll tell you that. Well, and the, um, the Lion King's pretty dark, and that's her favourite. <laughs> so you know, <laughs> a different kind of dark, I think. Um, but yeah, I mean, and, and Heath Ledger and uh, Joaquin Phoenix were, of course, friends. So I think some of what people were saying that Joaquin, that the guy that's in the Joker, in the Joker, yeah, yeah. he played I, in the Dark Knight. Yeah, I, I'm, Many, I mean, like, um, who's who's the guy? That, Who's oh, the Joker now? Wakeen. Wakeen Phoenix. Yep. Yep. Okay. And, cool. uh, and so Heath Ledger played it like many years ago in The Dark Knight. Do you know what I mean? So, and they yep. were friends. Oh, and um, yeah, so I think what people thought that, um, that he was going to tap into like Heath Ledger's kind of um, uh, portrayal of the Joker. But yeah, yeah. It's, very, it's actually very different. And um, yeah, much, much dark. I don't want to go too far into it because it's, it's – it's, yeah, it's deep. It's dark. It's it's a bit scary. It's it's um it's not your lighthearted type of yeah. And it's it's his life before becoming the Joker. So yeah, it's his origin story, right? Yeah, yeah. So right. it's you know about him growing up and and I, I guess why he became you know essentially the Joker. So okay. Mm. So now I'm not much of a, a superhero fan. Um, would you recommend me go to see it? Um, 
Look, I, look I, do you know what? When I heard not, not so great things, I like to just go to a movie anyway and just work it out for myself. Um, yeah. I like a lot of art house movies and foreign films and, and all that kind of stuff, And um, whereas another friend of mine will just like plain horror. So I used to work yeah. at Blockbuster <laughs> and um, we used to be the opposite and we're still friends today. So I think there's something to be said that just go to a movie, enjoy. If you don't like it, you know, hey. Excellent. All right, you've lost a couple of hours out of your life. All right, then. Well, I reckon I'm off there now to go see it. So. All right. Well, um, I'll <laughs> enjoy jump the over next two the hours by yourself. <laughs> um, coming up next, we should be having uh, Mahmoud. I've, I've forgotten his last name. Khan. That's it, Mahmoud Khan. Yeah, I'm glad you're here to save me. What am I going to do without you, Sharon? I know. I'm thinking, oh, oh I could do another 30 shows. <laughs> uh, what's, like Jared can't do it by himself. I'm, I just wanted obviously. a party. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I'm going to play Pretty Woman. This one is for you, Sharina. Oh. <laughs> As requested by you. Oh. <laughs> asking me to say that for you. I know, I know. It's, okay. It's a bit different, but. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> Stick around. We have Mahmood Khan coming up next. Uh, it's uh, 17 past 7. Sharina Tom and Frenchie for your Monday mornings. It's Sharina, Tom and Frenchie for your Monday mornings. Good Lord by Birds of Tokyo right there. <laughs> and Sharina, yeah. you've got a... Got one about some cats over there, or a cat in particular that had a, a good weekend. <laughs> Probably a better weekend than both of us put together. Um, <laughs> Probably. <laughs> um, not that I know. Not that I know. Uh, exhausted but very happy cat. Needs a glucose drip after mating with at least five females in a single night. After staff left him out of his cage at a pet hotel when they went home. This this is one one groovy cat. <laughs> <laughs> and I was going to say only in America, but it's not. It's only in China this time. Uh, the Russian blue, Xiaopi, uh, I hope I've pronounced that right, was left at the hotel by his owners, uh, Mr. and Mrs. Zhao, in Guangdong province in South China. Uh, Mr. Zhao said he had specifically told the business um, that he had not been uh, neutered. I know, right? It wasn't until the following day that Mr. Zhao realised that Zhao Pi uh, had been left to freely roam the pet hotel after staff went home. Hello. Um, Mr. Zhao wrote on social media to say, I thought uh, they'd be professional, but the staff member didn't feed Zhao Pi during the day and then let him out to roam freely at night. (laughs) Yep. <laughs> when a bit of- Imagine that you, you take your cat to the cat hotel, uh, and then you come back. You've got a female cat, and then all of a sudden you come back, and you've got like twelve cats to look after. I, I know um, that's that's a lot of kittens, right? Um, yes. <laughs> uh, that's right. All the cats were free to walk around and shop, and then the employee went home. Uh, between around ten forty and five a.m., uh, the cat had mated with five females. Jeez, um, what an effort. Good <laughs> I don't know. So, I'm done after one. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> uh, too much information, Frenchie. Um, yeah, so they were all free to walk around. Uh, I'm just wondering if, like, all the female cats were, you know, dissexed. Oh, you hope so. Um, yeah. Yeah. Mm, Whose responsibility quite... is it then to uh, look after that? Is it the well, I believe, hotel? Well, I believe the hotel are footing the bill. For any um, any aftermath, any kittens, any ki- any kittens, <laughs> hopefully, yeah. So um, I won't. <laughs> sorry, I'm just reading the articles. I haven't read it, but he he swear he swears, and he said the effing cat is exhausted and on a glucose drip, and this is my fault. Oh gosh. Yeah. Oh gee. So this cat is now on an IV drip because uh, or is it yeah. IV? Oh, 
Was it glucose, sorry? Glucose, glucose yeah. not Ivy. He's on fluid therapy. Because <laughs> he... Imagine going that hard on a weekend. I know. And then all of a sudden, just in bed next morning, needing to be on a glucose trip. <laughs> you look like a dried prune, wouldn't you? <laughs> I have no idea. Do I really want to leave the show, Frenchie? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know either. You're always anyway. welcome to come back. <laughs> I'll see you next week. Um, yeah, all right. What do you reckon we should play uh, an, a song to encapsulate that, that story? Yeah. What's new, Pussy Cat? <laughs> I reckon we play Good as Hell by Lizzo. <laughs> <laughs> Close enough. Oops, my play button didn't work there. There we go. Sharon Thomas Frenchie for your Monday morning. Three minutes to 7.30. It's Sharina Tom and Frenchie for your Monday mornings. One Republic stop and stare right there. And we are joined in the studios by Mahmood Khan. How are you going? I'm great. Thank you for having me. Oh, thank you for coming in. It's uh, nice and bright and early, so... I wouldn't have blamed you for sleeping. <laughs> I'm still brain frozen <laughs> a little bit. And, and the uh, daylight savings, that didn't put you off at all? Oh, one hour, they stole that, yeah. Yeah, yeah. they stole that. <laughs> <laughs> um, now, so you're here to talk about your new single, um, just mental blank to that, uh, One Line Down. Right. Now, can you tell us a bit about a bit about the single? Well, the, the song is uh, like, uh, it's about um, just persisting. It's about there's never going to be everything all good all the time. So it's about finding that balance where you kind of look at the pros and the cons and, and you enjoy your life for the good things and you make the other things better that are not working well. So it's like striking a balance. And have you found that balance? I have actually <laughs> cause, because for me staying happy is really important. So whatever it takes to stay happy. Yeah. So I kind of go in a zone as well where I don't I ignore all the bad things and I focus on the good things. Yeah. Glass half full sort of a mentality. Yeah. yeah. It's what? always refillable. Sorry, Jared. <laughs> <laughs> right. Refillable. Um, yeah. What's one way that you would uh, get happy? Like if you're feeling down, what's your go-to method of? Well, it's very simple. I I just look at myself and I go, I'm healthy. I'm 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 doing well. That's one of the things. And people who aren't healthy, they could look at you know they they're breathing air. You know, it's a beautiful country to live in. You you got the foods. You got the you, you got the automobiles. You got everything's available for you. The clean water. There's too many things to rejoice and celebrate. Really. Yeah. So, yeah. Mm. Yeah, so you, I'm, I feel like you're talking a little bit from experience too, because originally from Pakistan. Right. Um, talk us about you, about your life there and your amazing journey here, because um, in ten seconds, my mouth was like, "Wow!" <laughs> um, talk us through that for a little bit. Well, I was born in Pakistan, and I went to a school that that was a private school. And from uh, when I was little, my aunt used to live in Switzerland, and she used to send me records because uh, she knew I was musical, and she w- used to send me all her record collection from Switzerland. So I was at like six years old. I had hundreds of records from f- all this collection, and as I grew up with that collection, I didn't know who these people were. I mean, they were names and stuff, but I didn't know how successful they were or who they were. But so as I grew up with all of this music. One thing common I saw that everything on the back of the record say, said recorded in Hollywood, California. <laughs> you know? So I said, okay, well, that's where I'm headed. So as when I graduated, I was I think about, I was 17, and, and I convinced my dad that I want, wanted to go to the States. And he goes, I'll let you go if, if you go to school, if you study something. So I made up a, an engineering admission, and I came to the States. I was in North Carolina, and I... Uh, wanted to go to California, so I got in my car one day, 
and drove to California. And the funny thing about that is, uh, I didn't know where California was. You know, we didn't <laughs> we didn't have the internet or nothing. So I went to the Seven Eleven and and I picked up a map to to see where it was. So I bought the map and I'm looking, I'm looking. And I said, "Where, dude? Where's California?" And he goes, "Hey, you have to open the map. Oh. <laughs> you know? oh. So you're on the other side of of the state. So that was like a about a sixty hour drive. Oh wow! wow. By myself, Goodness. and I slept under the Hollywood sign, uh, under the Capitol Records building, for about wow. five days before I met somebody who was from Pakistan. And he goes, "What are you doing here?" <laughs> <laughs> you're a long way from home. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, I'm just, I've just come here to record music. Wow. And he took me in and, and uh, I started working and I started delivering pizzas at Domino's to, to support myself. And one day I deliver a pizza to a music studio. And it was uh, the greatest music studio I have ever, you know, I've never seen one, but it was really laid out because it was a black music production studio. Wow. It was like Janet Jackson and all these big black artists we used to record there. Chucky Booker and Damon Thomas, like really big names. Yeah. But I didn't know, and I went in and I said, look, I, wow, what a studio, I, I want to work here. And they said, do you know anything about anything? I said, <laughs> no, nothing about nothing. <laughs> you, go, you, you can't work here, you know? So I thought about it, and I went back to my, my boss, who turned out to be my boss, Tom Barry, and I said, look, T, I, I would come in in the morning, I would clean everything up, I would mop everything up, and you don't have to pay me. And he goes, oh, you're, you're a crazy son of a, you know. <laughs> okay, you can start in the morning. <laughs> wow. So that's how I got into the studios and I started working and started plugging things up and became a sound engineer and went to school for sound engineering and was a mixing engineer for about 20 years with all the black uh, funk, funksters, snoops and wow. the drays and everybody. Oh, my gosh. Easy, what a- yeah. All right. So from... From there, how did you find your way to Australia? Like, uh, oh, the, the the next chapter. Uh, well, you know, I the dream was to become an artist, and and as I was producing for other people, I kept writing and I kept developing yeah. my voice and and things like that. And um, I took break from. I, I eventually released an album, got signed. You know, the radio in the U.S. Everything happened amazingly, and then I went on tour, and then I saw the YouTube revolution coming. So I said, okay, I need to really learn films. I need to do how I need to know how to do films. So I said I should go to a proper film school because I never had any training in music. You know, <laughs> you know, I'm like I gotta be trained for film. Yeah, yeah. So I wrote to all the universities of the world. I really did. I wrote like 30 emails, and everybody wow. wrote me back. But this one email that I got back from Sydney Film School from my counselor John Buckmaster. Um, it was an amazing ma- mail. He had gone into my life. He had researched everything. He had, like, and he wrote me an email saying you'd be really happy in Sydney. So I said, okay, Sydney it is. So I come here. I go to school, and on my way to school every day, I see this little venue called Opera House. <laughs> oh, yeah, little yeah. Venue. And I'm drooling every day. I'm going, coming back. I'm like, oh, a venue, a city known for for a venue. How many cities in the world are known for their oh, yeah, venues? Yeah, not many. You know, and a beautiful one, and it looks like a ship. You know, and it's there. So I'm like, I gotta, I gotta record here. So I go into the management. I said, Look, I'm an artist. I'm a songwriter. I want to record a live album, properly recorded. Yeah. Um, so they, so I rented the hall, the concert hall, and Mike was in the band, and I made an Australian band. It took up almost a year to write the songs, to develop everything, and I went in and I recorded the album, came out, mixed the album, one song out of the album called Like the River, 
was released as a single through MGM. I got a distribution deal wow. and uh, went to number one on the Arias. And the next thing you know, uh, they said, because the contribution to the Australian music industry, they would give me citizenship. Would you stay? And I said, oh, let me think. You like my work? Okay. <laughs> I'll stay. Wow. So I ended up staying. And, and, and I'm an Australian now. Wow. And I never went anywhere. I haven't, <laughs> I've, I've been here for 11 years and I haven't <laughs> <Are> not <laughs> taken a trip anywhere else in the world. Well, we're, we're here to claim you. So <laughs> that's yeah. awesome. You're so now you've, ours. <laughs> you've not been back to America then? No, nowhere. Wow. <laughs> nowhere at so all. <laughs> 20 minute to Goolwell is, is nowhere near a 60 hour road trip around America. <laughs> That's true. Yeah. And yeah. the infrastructure in this country. And there's also another thing about Australia, because as I was growing up, you know, I heard a lot of Australian music. I heard the Men at Work and I heard the the Shadows and Cliff Richard and all, all this. Robert Stigwood was, was is from Adelaide, actually. Uh, so a lot of I was influenced by a lot of Air Supply, a lot of Australian music, Australian songwriters. Wow. But I didn't know they were Australian. Till I found out, I'm like, oh wow! So a lot of the world's music has come out from Adelaide, actually. That that resonates across the world. I yeah. don't know if you guys right. know that. Yeah, I I didn't know that myself. Okay, you, yeah, you know more about our local, yeah. <laughs> local <laughs> music. Well, I know the music bit. I've got <laughs> I a membership format right now. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> um, yeah. So after doing all of that, you've been around the world, basically. Um, do you have family outside of Australia? Still? No, I only I, I got married, but I got married back home, and and we are all settled in Australia now. I have a five six year old daughter um, here, wow. so and I don't really the desire of uh, traveling is not there anymore. It's just about doing the work and and finding your space in in this beautiful country and finding your sound and and redoing your work. So you know, recently I recorded uh, with the Willoughby Symphony. That was a big dream that came true as well about three months ago. So I'm working with the symphony as a as a as a director and as a songwriter and as a vocalist and growing in there. And as I do those bits, I become a better songwriter. And as I travel and meet new people, I become a better lyricist and a better poet. So it's yeah. all just combined into one. Fantastic. You've got your guitar with you. Um, how long did it take you to learn that? And uh, is it the only instrument that you play? Oh, I'm still learning. It's been 30 <laughs> years. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, I, play, I used to play the piano till as a sound engineer, I recorded a pianist from, from Disney. And after that, I never played piano again because <laughs> oh. it was so good. I'm like, oh, no. Oh, That's how I feel when I'm near my partner. She can play the like piano keyboard and that. And I'm just like, there's no way I'm going to even yeah, try and yeah, take it up. Like, yeah. I'm just going to look. Whoop. Well, that's why I chose sound engineering because I could plug the cables in. I couldn't play much, really well, but I could plug the cables in. I could mix the sound really well. You know, but but I had to learn the guitar because I love playing the guitar and I love singing. So both instruments go together. But singing is what took me the most time to develop because it's really not fun developing your voice after you after puberty. If you start really early, then it's easy. But if you start in your late teens, then singing becomes really hard. Yeah, it's, it's a hard instrument to tame. <laughs> but really don't don't uh, don't think not to start. Just, yeah, just you should. You, you gotta. St- you gotta persist, and 
and you gotta learn how to maneuver it and how to phrase it properly and you know you 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 open your ear and the throat opens up and when the throat op- opens up the ear opens up more so it's like a cycle there as well yeah mm. so any family back home what do they think of you know the music that you're doing now you know your dad said go to america and study if you want to, you know what are their thoughts now my my dad he just passed up a couple of years ago he he loved okay. my work and he thought i had something special and he was a muso himself like listening wise he had a record collection and a really good collection as well and then he would listen to the songs and he goes oh that's good that's not good but <laughs> but my daughter just uh, she's five and on my new album she wrote a track actually that that i oh, wow. she was playing with the piano and i liked what she was playing and i started writing lyrics so we we did we did a song. So she she produced technically kind of produced a song on the. So it's, I'm passing it on. Oh, that's great! Wow. So, mm. Do you reckon that she's gonna follow in the footsteps of? Uh, uh, I, I hope not. <laughs> <laughs> no. It's a tough it's a tough industry. It really is. Yeah. And and if you survive it, I've survived it because I was an engineer and I saw how artists would trip out and all the drugs in the studio and everything else. You know, it comes with the stigma. It comes with its own thing. And as an engineer, I, I saw how lives were destroyed by, by being the diva. So you don't want to be a diva. You want to be a humble soul who is just a normal human being. And then if, if music is a gift to you, like your hearing, like your eyesight, it's a gift. You utilize that gift, but don't trip out. Don't ever trip out because then you just, you know, you, you shorten your life as, as a musician. Yeah. Mm. Goodness. Mm-hmm. I'm just thinking some of the artists that did trip out, they're still with us, aren't they? I'm thinking about you know, the Rolling Stones and, uh, you know, um, well, you know the, the takes, David Bowies, they came wow, through it. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, mm. yeah, and, you know, it takes a toll in some way and it stops you from, like I heard stories about Eric Clapton being being on, on you know, on, on, on drinking and stuff. So those days when you drink and you're not making music, so you lose time. You have to practice every day. It's like every other thing, you know, you, you see normal wear and tear of the roads they have to fix the roads every day mm. uh, so mm. it's the same thing you have yeah. to work every day you can't yeah. have a downtime so drugs and all <laughs> that gives you brings you that di- downtime and as you grow older you have to have the drugs to be able to write because you're so used to that that's why yeah. you stop writing custom, yeah yeah, yeah. You, all right well i reckon we should uh, probably get to the news um but <laughs> we've got a couple of seconds before that has to play um but would you stick around to uh, play i would love to Excellent. Okay. All right, so stick around. After the news, we're going to have uh, Mahmood Khan play One Line Down. It's coming on on PBAFM 89.7. It is 8 o'clock, and here is the news. It's Shireen, the time and Frenchie for your Monday mornings, 3 past 8 in the morning, and we're still joined in the studios by Mahmood Khan, and he's here to play his single, One Line Down. Now, do we want to take it away, or... Do you want to say anything before you play? I'll, I'll, the floor is yours, Mahmood. Well, I'm really excited to be here. And let me, let me, here we go. Just do it. Reading what's incorrect Done in time easily A soul super profound might just come around Wind of change Maybe she isn't bound Love is laying in a jam 
where fortunate get found Wanna land down Wanna land down Wanna land down Wanna land down Reading words incorrect When a melody is around Between the sun and the loud Distances up and down Miracles are near When you hold my hand Vision it comes clear There's a wisdom's grand One line down One line down, line down, line down, line down again One line down, line down, line down, line down again One line down, line down, line down, line down again One line down, line down, line down, line down again I do recall of a need To be able and free Imaginations and its oceans We sail in valleys of bliss Forest invades When you hold my hand Music unfades As the magic crowns Ooh, one line down, line down, line down, line down again Ooh, one line down, line down, line down, line down again Ooh, one line down, line down, line down, line down again Thank you. Ah, <laughs> uh, Mahmoud Khan. Here we are. I'll turn that one off while you uh, move around there, Sharina. Thank you so much. That was, that was great. I loved it. Oh, thank you very much. It's, 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 yeah, it's a morning song for sure. Definitely. <laughs> morning show. We've got that on recording. We're just going to play that on repeat now. Oh, like. that's awesome. Thank you. Oh, can I You're ask him, kind. I guess uh, with being Pakistan, um, was there ever, a, 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 I guess, a, a language barrier or, a you know, um, a sense of identity. You, you've always seemed to have kept that. Was was it? Was, did you ever feel like it was a barrier, like breaking through music, especially in the US and coming to Australia? Huge language barrier, mm. huge. And writing in a different language is like, oh my god. So I had to develop that as well. I had I had voice coaches and and teachers who would tell me how to do my V's and W's properly, <laughs> you know, and things like that. Because because if you if you're if you're going into a new language, you want to sound good. And thank thank God for music is like language free, so you could practically sing in any language. But it does it, it does make it more fun when you understand it a little bit. And here and there, you know, and in the old days, they used to have those lyric books where you know you would go by the album and then you would also go by the lyrics yes so to me uh, lyrics are an important part but uh but you just have to it's all the, about the vowels and stuff so as long as you get those together i'm, I'm pretty happy but but huge barrier and getting your point across as well so i try writing in both i also write in in my native language which is urdu and in the states um I had changed the name and, and all my work was under a different name. It was I used to be called Dave Shadeen. 
So all the mixing records and everything used to be Dave Shadeen. And when I went out as an artist, I had to go back and rebrand myself and call myself what I was named as a child, which was Mahmood. And although it was hard, for initially, because people would ask who, you know, they wouldn't know how to pronounce it. But then I thought that was kind of cool. You know, you got a name that nobody can pronounce. I thought that was nice. <laughs> you got to have a little bit of conversation before you can talk to you. <laughs> right, right. And then even Mahmoud, you know, it's an Arabic name. So if you if you talk to an Arabic person, they'll, they'll say Mahmoud because they do the khuz, the you know. Mm. But I don't do the khuz. I do the uz, you know. Mm. I can tell you what my mood is. It's happy. So, <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. <That's amazing. laughs> I'm a mum too and uh, yeah, I always get the eye rolls at home when I do stupid puns. Sorry about that. <laughs> <laughs> she's got the dad jokes. <laughs> dad jokes, yeah. Uh, oh. Can I ask also who you might look up to? Like, um, you know, we were talking about the Rolling Stones and all that kind of stuff. But, you know, I guess as an artist, you would aspire or, or you know, look up to uh, different well, artists who might influence you. That's funny. Australian artist called Barry Gibb was a huge influence on my work. Part of, he was part of the Bee Gees for a long time. And I used to be around them. I loved their records. And, you know, they were produced by this uh, producer called Arif Mardin, who is a Turkish producer, worked for Atlantic Records back in the 70s. And he produced a lot of records like Chaka Khan and Phil Collins and the Bee Gees. And he practically gave the Bee Gees their sound. So I was, I was a big... Uh, huge fan of Arif's work and of course Quincy Jones huge producer I loved his work I loved the, the, how they produced the records in the studios and many other producers who I grew up with but they never really became really big producers but they were really there uh, this guy called Cedric Malone um, and you know I produced uh, I was I worked with a guy who uh, uh, Louis Johnson, who's with the Johnson's brothers, he played that bass on the, that uh, Michael Jackson's uh, Billie Jean record, you know, the doo 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 doo. That was Louis Johnson. And I had the opportunity of working with him. I also worked with Leon Silvers, with the Silvers brothers. These are all black funksters. Now you're you just know. name dropping yeah. your yeah. show. Yeah. <laughs> so, I'm, I mean, hard. You don't know any of the names. That's the beauty of it. But yeah. Because these are the producers behind the scenes who, who were never up front, you know. But I'm not an artist follower. Like, even when I was little, when I had this record collection that I talked about, I used to look at the back of the record, and if the 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 artist had written the songs, that was a different ca- that was a different pile. I only used to listen to the records that were l- written by the artist who was singing. I never liked people who sang other people's work, uh-huh. and that, I guess that's why I'm a singer songwriter. You know? Absolutely. Excellent. Mm-hmm. All right. Well. Do you have any any more? Well, I think I cut you off there. <laughs> no, 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 that, that's okay. Yeah. I guess being different to a lyricist to being um, to being a singer. Um, my old uh, uh, daughter's guitar teacher thinks he's a lyricist more than you know. Uh, I guess a, a songwriter or a singer as such because mm-hmm. his vocals aren't perfect, but he loves to write music and, and just does it for the enjoyment. Do you know what I mean? And I think yeah. that's that balance that you were talking about. Well, you know, I, the love affair. If you really want to get down to it, <laughs> oh, Hopefully the, the wife's not yeah. Listening. yeah. <laughs> the, the love affair is with the voice. So I loved listening to my own voice recorded. Mm. As a child, it was never recorded, but I could hear it. But only when I went to the studio and I recorded it, I'm like, this is terrible. 
Oh my God! <laughs> you know, and that's when the struggle begins. You want it to sound better and better and better, and you practice to. And then in a the world of arts, you know, there's no. There, everybody's just so accomplished. You got the tenors, you got the singers, you got the you got the female vocalists. The, the world is full of beautiful singers, so you feel very small. And then you work on your voice, and you work on your playing, and you work on your lyrics. But voice was the main showcase for me, and everything else was falling around the voice and the way I sing I can only say certain words properly so that's why I write my own lyrics because then I choose only the words that I can sing well but if if there was a different lyricist then I wouldn't be able to sing all the stuff that he's given me because I'm not good at the the lyrics that he's given me or she's given me so I'm only good at what I write it's like a tailor-made suit for myself <laughs> and that's the individuality that's what I promote as well be yourself just just do whatever you can and yeah. you're unique you're, you have a unique DNA and it'll, it'll resonate hopefully if, mm. you, if you keep at it I appreciate you, know? you saying that because when we have new trainees here the first thing they'll say is I don't like my voice on air mm. and I guess after a while you start to uh, work on your craft and uh, once you start wearing headphones you develop your radio voice and right. yeah, do you know what I mean? So yeah, you're right. tuned in, to and, and, right? Yeah, and and you know, even funny, <laughs> funny thing is, you know, as as a pilot, you know, when you go train for for flying, you have flying hours, right? So mm-hmm. as a vocalist, if you like your voice, or as a presenter, you have mic hours. We used to call them mic hours in the studio. How how many hours have you recorded in front of a microphone? So when I heard that concept, I'm like, oh, I should be recording all the time, <laughs> you know, all yeah. the time, because that's yeah. what you do. And one day you, you do develop that resonance where you like, I love my voice now. I really do. <laughs> yeah. Have you ever heard of the, um, the million, million hours the, 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 the 10,000 hours. 10,000. Yeah. Sorry, <laughs> no, yeah. million. Oh. Yeah. Jeez, we'll never get that. <laughs> but yeah, the 10,000 hours right. Have you? I, I've heard it. And there's a producer called Michael O'Marchin. Who was a big follower? He did all the all the gospel stuff and Shania Twain and, and country music. And I'm not sure if he did Shania, but Amy Grant. He did Amy Grant. And I was reading about him, and and he was talking about this. If you practice long enough, you become good at it. But it's just that when you're practicing and when you're nobody and nobody cares about you, how do you survive in that time? Mm. That's the trick. You just gotta believe in your heart and you go. This is this is it. This is what I'm doing, and I, and I'm jumping in. And there's no stopping me, and no matter what happens, I'm not going to quit. And, and that's for everything, though. It's for pianists, it's for guitar players, it's for vocalists, it's for presenters, it's for doctors, it's for researchers, it's for, it goes for everybody. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. you gotta, you got to keep at it. Yeah, there's only one thing worse in life, and that's regret. That's true, and as mm-hmm. you get older, those regret mountains, man, they become mountains, and they come at you, because mm-hmm. they're not silent. No, and as you uh, the years tick over, only talking from experience now, there's a big age <laughs> difference between Frenchie and myself. And you know, you so you kind of think, no, nah, I should be doing that now. I'm going to stop doing that. I'm going to try that. Right? Yeah, because they tick over quite quickly now. That's that's true. And and if you and those the voices of, of regrets become louder. The, the less the less you work on yourself, the louder those voices get. Mm. And 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 you become kind of you know you. You're not the same person anymore. You're on the edge all the time, or you're mm. cranky and stuff. So this keeps you grounded too. If you work on your craft and whatever, whatever pleases you, it could be anything. You know? yeah. yeah, I feel like we're speaking to the Gandhi of music oh, right now. Not, yeah. not Mahmood the Khan. Gandhi. <laughs> Mahmood Gandhi Khan. <laughs> My new Australian name. I, I feel like I'm sitting here just taking knowledge. I know. This is 
Yeah, yeah. I don't want you to leave. Like, oh, well, oh great. I, I can't even remember the song you played. Do you have another one? Do you want to? Yeah, I do. Actually. Do you? Yeah, I before do. we uh, head off um, and. Uh, you're right, right, right. So put you on the spot here. Like the yeah. River? So I'll do like the river, which sure. is which is very. It's an important song in my career. Beautiful. Oh, this is the one that um, got to the the top of the aria charts. This, this one went to. This is how I became an Australian. <laughs> All right. You know, and and the song. You know, songs open doors for for you. Songs are like. Yes. Po- packets of energies for, for me and they, they all do s- different things they all have different personalities this one opened a big Australian door for me and the song is about um, about waiting for your turn you gotta patiently wait for your turn you can't you can't be too frustrated about w- you can't get all tangled up in in um, regrets and things like you just just be patient just, just keep on working and you develop an escrow there's an escrow going on somewhere out there and as long as you're putting your savings up i mean practicing it's being counted so this song is about that excellent all right well take it away all right follow you every way you give me you must stay i hear you calling and i feel it in the unknown a new day Bright warm sun For a new dimension I've been working for so long Never superstitious I could never do no wrong Facing opposition I live closer to the glory Finally I made it Found you in my life story A new crazy love I seek in life To keep me flowing Like the river Like the river Under the cold and dark in life There lies the magic of the giver Like the river Completely a new plan No wasting, no right, wrong Free falling in a deeper connection Or are we maybe looking for a final solution? For a new dimension, I've been working for so long Never superstitious, I could never do no wrong Facing opposition, I live closer to the glory Finally I made it, found you in my life story A new crazy love, I seek in life To keep me flowing like the river Like the river Under the cold and dark in life There lies the magic of the giver Like the river Thank you. Ah, oh, thank you so much, Mahmood. <laughs> <You're welcome. laughs> Two songs for the price of one. Yeah. How do we uh, get you to just stay on? <laughs> uh, twenty bucks, oh, <laughs> oh, or <done>. lunch. <laughs> I, I've done I've done productions for a burger. <laughs> oh. <laughs> All right. Well, I reckon we we should let you go because you've you've got is it more and more radio. Yeah, I'm, I'm, we're going to Gula. Gula? Yeah, yeah. That's where we're going next. In the in the I think in a couple of hours. That's where that's where we're going. And then all right then. Yeah, for the next two days, we're just doing all radio stations across Adelaide. Excellent. Wonderful um, stuff. Now, so, where are you from originally? Uh, I've just come. I've moved to Lennox Head. I live in near Brisbane. 
Wow. It's really beautiful and it's warm. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> My girlfriend would be so jealous right now. <laughs> wow. Yeah. It's, a, it's a really beautiful part of the world and, and it has changed me as a songwriter as well because it's really peaceful. It's tranquil. Taking in all the, uh, yeah. you know, the sights and the sounds and the, just the, observing. The, the beautiful yeah. waters. Yeah. Yeah. Although this, this area is beautiful as well. I haven't really seen much yet, but, but it feels really clean and nice. Yeah. 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 Now, for anyone that's out there that wants to find more about you, how do we how do we find more information? They about can't. You? They can't. This is just one one <laughs> off at this radio, and that's it. After this, you're retiring. You're done. <laughs> that's it. I'm done. Oh. Well, they can go to my website, mamutkhan.net. Excellent. And I'm not on Spotify. I'm not on any of the websites. I'm only on my own website. All right then. Yeah. Wow, because I went mm. to look for you and I thought, international man of mystery, I couldn't find you. <laughs> well, you know, it's, it's funny because I was everywhere and then I, I took everything down. Wow. Before, right. this, before this tour because it's really more about your own artist's own thing, not about websites and, and all mm. these Spotify's. They're not music industry, they're just websites. Yeah. So we yeah. can't rely, we just develop your own name and your own brand rather than anything else and it should be all on your website. Excellent. So just quickly with Michael by your side, you're developing you're developing a a film. Is that what? Well, we're doing a documentary called yeah. Journey of a New Sound, and I've been shooting it since I landed in in Australia. Because to me, being I have no business being out here. You know, <laughs> <laughs> this is crazy. You know, so I started shooting, and as I when I came here, I was I came to study films, so I was shooting films. You know, so now this is an extension of all of that recording with the symphony and and doing an Australian mm. tour. I think I've become the first artist from my part of the world to ever tour Australia on radio. Yeah. So we this is new ground. You know. Exactly. So it's all become going to become part of a documentary that that probably be on YouTube or something one day. <laughs> well, please let us know, and we'll share that too. I we'll get sure. you on for a whole other reason. That sounds <laughs> okay. <instead>. That sounds <laughs> yeah. That's the deal. Yeah, absolutely. All right then. Well, thank you so much for coming in, Mahmood. It's well, thank you. It's been amazing having you in. I've loved your songs. I'm going to be playing them on repeat here. Sounds I know. Good. And, yeah. yeah. and you've got the CDs here if you want <laughs> yes. to give for, them for away. For a giveaway, maybe. absolutely. Yeah. And uh, I've just appreciated you, you sharing your, your journey and, and I guess your spiritual self. I've got a whole different vibe wow. apart from your music. So wow. That's very yeah, nice. Yeah, very calming. Well, thank you for, for, for resonating to that. <laughs> yeah. Um, and if you do want one of the CDs, uh, call in on 8250-3735 and we're going to get Mahmood to sign them. We'll, we'll find a pen somewhere and we'll I've, get them to I've sign. I've got one in the office. Oh, you got one? Cool. <laughs> That's awesome. And and shout out to Mike Chin, the yes. most beautiful human being of, oh, of, of in the world, really. <laughs> beautiful person. Yeah. So helpful. Yeah. yeah Thank absolutely. you, Mike. All right. On that note, I reckon we should get into our sponsorships. And uh, I've also got a song lined up for you afterwards. So as you're driving around, you can listen in to the Bee Gees coming on after this. Oh, great. Thank you. <laughs> it's Shireen and Simon Frenchie for you. Monday mornings, uh, 23 past 8. Sharina, Tom and Frenchie for you Monday mornings. It is quarter to, or 17 minutes to nine until the Donster comes in <laughs> and rules the airwaves again for your Monday morning. Um, Sharina. How, yeah. Now, I hope you've noticed the uh, the streamers and the balloons and everything that's going on in the studios here. <laughs> I have. It was hard not to. <laughs> Excellent. Um, now, I will say, I I was here last night setting this up. I came in at about... Uh, half past 12 to set it up. Oh. Because um, I, I wasn't sure if the, the show would be going on. Oh, actually, it probably would have been uh, half past 11, sorry. Wow. <laughs> yep, wrong time. Okay, um, that's all right. Uh, yeah, so, and 
Uh, they they went into the studio, which was lucky. I think they had their last bit recorded. So yeah, I was lucky enough to be able to come in and start setting up as soon as I got here. <laughs> and I I thought it would be like a really quick job, but it I know. T- takes about hour an hour and a half and. Yeah. Yeah, it looks like an hour and a half work. Yeah, I was work <laughs> foot and mouth disease. Um, well, that's like me putting up uh, Halloween decorations at our house, because um, I have to like literally get up a ladder and I put all that fake cobweb stuff up. So yeah, I and I pin it to the um, hallway to make it look really good, and then I, you know, then I muck around with it to make it look perfect. But I could understand why it took you so long. Yes. Um, the balloons in itself. I don't know how many balloons are here. How I, many balloons uh, are here? There should be 49 right now. Uh, right. There was 50, but one blew up while I was blowing it up. <laughs> right. Not reflective of my age at all. Um, yeah. Now, but if it was your age, it would be double. Uh, <laughs> oh, uh, you're going to you you. miss you. Um, <laughs> like the balloons, I can see you full of hot air. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I had a bit of an endeavour to try and find the streamers, right? So I thought, I'll get the PBA colours. I know that you love red as well. So I was trying to find red streamers. Um, oh, and as you can see, right now we have pink, we have yellow, we have silver, but there's no red. Yeah. Um, now, I did go to almost every shop I could think of that would have streamers in it. Okay. I want you to guess how many shops I went to. Oh, now I'm feeling really bad that you have gone all... I've eight. Very close. Bit, bit lower. Really? Bit lower. Seven? That's it. You got it wow. right on. Wow. Seven shops and there's no red streamers. Oh. And like, so I, I <laughs> straight away, I just bought like the pink ones. I'm like, ah, if there's no red ones, this will be close enough. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I, I went everywhere. I, I don't know what's going on, but I think there's a an epidemic of uh, red streamer missing. <laughs> you know, essentially you could have done because all the Christmas stuff's out now. You probably could have just got some red um, tinsel or something. I, I considered it. Yeah. But I was like... <laughs> You've got to get through uh, Halloween first. and exactly. I was considering getting like a whole bunch of like Halloween stuff and just setting up the studios like that. Uh, but then I wasn't sure if... I would, would have never a... left. <laughs> <laughs> oh, should have. Then I could have kept you on. <laughs> Damn it. <laughs> Didn't even think. <laughs> you know, it's all a prank. I just wanted this to happen. No, <laughs> yeah. I'm just kidding. <laughs> Every Monday now, it's got to be uh, set I up know. like this. You've, and... you've set the bar and uh, now I don't want to go. <laughs> oh, goodness. Sorry. Coughing everywhere. <laughs> I think I'm gonna go Die quietly. A, a cup of water. <laughs> um, but no, it, it is your last show and I wanted it to be a memorable one. Well, every show, to be honest, has been really memorable because, I, you know, um, uh, of course, um, Mahmoud Khan had just come in and uh, uh, and Michael was assisting him and he, he just said that we had a really good vibe. And um, so that was really cool. That was a great interview, by the way. Let's not forget oh, that. Yeah, I hope definitely. you tuned in 89.7. Um, but uh, how wonderful were they to talk to? Like, that was just, great on and off air. Yeah, just really down to earth, lovely people. I could watch the film and, and I could read his book like just um, – just a really insightful person, yeah, yeah. Definitely. If you did miss the uh, the interview, though, we'll put it in the uh, podcast catch-up. Yeah. And find that on the Facebook page, Shirina Tom and Frenchie. Yeah. So it just goes to show you that um, uh, good relationships, no, no um, age no bounds. Do you know what I mean? So, uh, yeah, maybe my girls keep me young. I don't know. Uh, <laughs> they keep me grey. <laughs> um, but, uh, yeah, I think when you've just got, um, you know, likable people to work with um yeah yeah i don't think there's going to be anyone that can replace you like i'm (laughs) I'm definitely going to be like sitting here going sharina she's left me a really big hole to fill i know i know and i i guess um 
So I guess if you're interested in being part of the breakfast show, do you know what I mean? And yeah, you're looking definitely. for somebody. I don't know. I don't know. You know, you might have something up your sleeve. Um, but I, I think for me it's about, I guess, you know, like Mahmoud was saying, like there's a time where you start wanting to develop, yeah, maybe who you are. So mm. podcasting's on my, um, on my, on my radar and, and maybe working on my own a little bit more. Um, yeah, because I haven't done that for quite some time. So when I do a music feel, I really enjoy it because um, – yeah, that's there's a whole crazy sense of talking to yourself and making it yeah. sound, you know, uh, and I don't do that very often. Oh, here you so. go. I'll, I'll turn my <laughs> mic down and here you go. The mic's yours. Oh, really? So, you know, if, when you're talking to yourself, it, it kind of makes um, uh, you've got to make sense of it and, and still be entertaining. And, and I think that's a craft in itself, entertaining people, um, you know, just by yourself without having somebody lovely like you to bounce off. Um, uh, and don't yeah. Know who you're pointing out there. Uh, <laughs> you're not no really there. <laughs> But um, yeah, that that's a skill in itself as well. So I think sometimes you lose a little bit of that. So I, I guess it's getting back to your grassroots. Hmm. I reckon I'll, I'm going to come back. And I'm going to ask you a bit more about what you what you plan on doing. Oh. Yeah. Okay, okay. This is now turning into a, an interview on you. <laughs> hey, well, that would be a, <laughs> that would be a tide for the turns. Yeah. All right, Sharina, Tom and Frenchie for your Monday mornings, uh, ten to nine, and then we'll come back and ask Sharina a little bit about what she's doing up up next. I wasn't expecting that. Okay. <laughs> Sharina, Tom and Frenchie, for your Monday mornings. It is uh, eight minutes to nine, and I've just been surprised in the shoes. It all happened today, isn't it, Sharina? I know, right? Yeah, we we. Let me. Your dad's taking off all the layers. How are you guys? All right. <laughs> Good. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, Dad, how you on? <laughs> good, Jared, really good. Hey, Sharina, thanks for all, everything you've done for the morning starts on a Monday morning. It's been fantastic, oh. you know, <laughs> going to work and that thing is the gloom of the Monday morning, but you guys make it brighter, so oh, going to miss you, you. Sharina. Mm. Hey, I'm sure Jared <laughs> will keep rocking the airwaves. Oh, I don't hey. know about that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, hey, uh, how did your ride go? Awesome. Awesome. On the Great Soccer Challenge, as you know. Yeah. That, uh, we're at now, I've ridden uh, 520 kilometres in the six days. That, uh, we're ranked number one in the state for distance travelled. Uh, we raised uh, $688 so far. So anyone wants to give to the Great Soccer Challenge, it all goes to Children's Cancer. Mm. They get on the website, Great Soccer Challenge, look for a rider, Rodney French, make a donation, make a difference to a child life. You know, there's kids out there doing it really, really hard. Families yeah. doing it really, really hard at the moment. So it's, uh, it's a massive uh, drive for the Women's Children or the Great uh, Children's Medical time. Research yeah. Institute. It's done nationwide. We've got now 12,983 riders traveling all around. Mm. One bloke rode 283 kilometers in one day. Whew. Yeah, wow. so my goal today is to do 200. Oh, but, yeah. Goodness. Now, yeah. I need to ask, because we had you on the kitchen table. Yep. Um, <laughs> uh, and uh, did you ever get on the water? Did you ever get the bike to the water? No. No, I tried <laughs> and it sunk. <laughs> Three times I tried this thing and she went down and I tried adapting it, tried adapting it. So I mean, I've not given up yet, yep. sort of stuff, you know. But, yeah. But we've got rainy days today, so I'm going to go have a few puddles. So, hey, that might count. <laughs> <laughs> Take your straw with you. <laughs> exactly. Oh. Well, Dad, like... I, I'm surprised, like, you just rattled off all that information without any, like, sheets in front of you, and I now know where I get it from. That's my, it, my great skills. I've been and- watching, listening to you guys too much. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but the difference is, Jared, your dad makes sense. <laughs> <laughs> you rattle off stuff, and I just sit there like yeah, a deer in a headlight. Not up to 200 kilometers, so that won't make no sense. I'll just be a jargon mess somewhere in the gutter. <laughs> <laughs>
Yeah, indeed. Now, riding for the kids and, uh, yeah. yeah, doing our bit. So thanks for the, everything you've done to support the Great Soccer Challenge. That Thank raise you. awareness yeah. for the Great Soccer Challenge and that sort of stuff. But like you said, guys out there, if you want to just go without a coffee for a couple of days, put a couple of dollars into the Great Soccer Challenge. Mm. Like, yeah. You don't have to put it under my name. Just make a donation to the, the cause. And, Stop uh, looking me right in the eyes. Yeah, you give say children that? hope. Yeah. Children shouldn't be fighting for their life. They should be enjoying it. You know? Exactly so, right. And stay safe on the road today, guys. Long, long, long weekend. Long weekend finishing. Traveling back. Yeah. Yep. Take a bit of a rest. Enjoy the journey. That. Don't worry about the destination. Just enjoy the journey as yeah, well. Yeah, exactly so, right. So how yeah. long have you got left of the Great Cycle Challenge? Uh, goes right until the end of October. Yeah. So, yeah, so still another what, 25, 26 days. Yeah. My goal was 1,000. I'll have uh, – I'll be up to about 700 and some today, so that'll leave me 300. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I'm now going to change my goal to about probably two, two and a half thousand kilometres I'm trying to ride for this mm. month, so – Keep well, I tell you what, uh, if you keep delivering uh, hotcakes like you have on your bike, <laughs> indeed, you'll land. Exactly, um, yeah, indeed. Uber Rodney. Yep, no, nah, I told you to bring your breakfast one day, Sharina. Uh, Do you uh, know what? I've waited 70 shows for this. <laughs> indeed, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> uh, um, but, Sharina, I was uh, finding out before that mm. you, you still plan on doing stuff around the station and yeah. uh, you plan on doing some podcasting. Yeah, so um, I bought myself a fancy microphone like you guys and my daughter's got a, a DSLR camera, so uh, it's essentially about learning some new stuff skills and um, and instead of um, I guess you know creating radio inside the inside the studios it's about uh, going out to the community and finding different stories and um, uh, I guess based around women but um, anything really interesting like I'm I, I love tattoos I'm not sure Rodney you've got a couple you got a couple of tattoos? Uh, yeah. Frenchy? No. Okay. Um, no, I but uh, I, I love tattoos, but I also love the women who do the tattoos and why they chose such an art, um, uh, to, you know, to do such a thing. Because I guess in the past, women have seen, you know, I, I guess, you know, not intellectual or not good looking or, um, you know, they're promiscuous in such a way because they've got tattoos. Uh, but there's a doctor, I, I think she resides here in Adelaide and her body is covered with them. Yeah, So, you exactly. know, this person could be saving your life. And yep. so it's it's not just about the tattoo itself, but it's the women and the stories behind uh, who have them. So uh, a podcast along those lines. That's so awesome. I've got a story. I've got a, I've got a name for it, but I won't tell you just yet. But it's about getting out into the community and um, excellent. Yeah, taking taking it to the streets. Well, awesome. I'll definitely be uh, keeping an eye out mm. on that. And yeah, yeah. Well, I know this young lady. She got a big tattoo of um, a big water feature, all blue and all that, right? And it covers up her scar from a burn, mm. right? Mm. So mm. it's a cooling effect. That so she was yeah. burnt. That and that scarred her body. So now she's got this beautiful uh, dolphins and ocean and all that sort of cooling effect. Yeah. So yeah, that's the story behind her tattoo. Yeah. Yeah, and I it's mean, massive. But the bone was massive. So yeah. Yeah. I mean, some women have had uh, double mastectomies, and uh, they've had a you know a tattoo replaced. Butterflies. You know, exactly. This, Do you know what I mean? Yeah, exactly. So um, yep. Yeah. All right. Well, we've got one last song to play here, Sharina, and it's, all right, it's a heart wrencher for me. Um, <laughs> It's about remembering the good times. Oh, no. It's uh, Fork in the road. <laughs> green day. <laughs> Forky. It is, uh, it is green day. Uh, good riddance. Uh, time of your life. <laughs> oh, Frenchie. And I'm just going to be sitting here doing this song, remembering you, oh. remembering the show that we've had together. <laughs> Not that you're going to be going really anywhere. I'll still be able to see you on a Monday morning after exactly the shows. Right. Yep. Exactly right. I'll still be able right. to catch up with you. Yeah. But I'm thinking of Tom too right now because Tom was a, you know an integral part of the beginning. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, yeah. I, um, I think he's still part. Ooh, yeah. I'll yeah. get in contact with him because otherwise Drag I'm going to be doing in. the show by yeah. myself. Oh, here, Jared. I can wear a dress. Uh, yeah, as I say, I'm doing, doing the show by myself. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. All right. It's been Sharina, Tom, and Frenchie. Uh, and Rodney. 
Uh, and Rodney, uh, for the last time, Sharina, do you have any final words? Uh, no. Sayonara. Um, yeah. Just keep living your best life. Well done, Sharina. Thanks for the memories. Legend. All right. It's been Sharina Tom and Frenchie for your Monday mornings. Uh, let's get into Green Day. Good riddance. Mm.